Hey, Democrats, it's me, Lynn Moira Dichter, and time for Chat with the Chairs. It's your weekly peek behind the curtain as to what's going on with the Seminole County Democratic Party across Seminole County, across Florida, and across the nation. Hi, good afternoon, and welcome to Chat with the Chairs. Actually, today, it's Chat with the Chair. My name is Lynn Moyer Dichter. I'm the chair of the Semdems. And this is our weekly podcast, Chat with the Chairs, uh, where we tell you what has happened in the world of politics in little old Seminole County. And boy, do we have some exciting news to share with you this week. We and my my partner uh, as the vice chair, Tracy Kagan, may be jumping on as we go through. But right now you're stuck with just me. So, uh, but boy, oh boy, do I have plenty to, to share with you. If you want to get involved in chat with the chairs, it's not just me blathering on. You can go to the comment bar and write in, if nothing else, write in Happy Friday. Just let me know that you're out there. I know you're out there because I hear from you all week that you are out there. So uh, just let me know uh, what is on your agenda for things that you want to talk about. And we will absolutely address them in the chat bar in the comment section of this podcast. Now, um, I know a lot of you watch it later. Um, a lot of you watch it on Facebook Live, on the semdems.com or on our website. Um, those people, I can't address your comments right this instant, but we will get back to you, I promise you, as soon as we are able. Now, the way we construct Chat with the Chairs, if you're brand new to Chat with the Chairs, is pretty simple. We go and look at what happened last week. Then we look at what's happening next week. We look at current events. That's the third thing we do. And finally, we talk about food which is always my favorite topic. And I have a list of all the yummy stuff for this weekend uh, that we are, we are going to, to talk to you about. I am, you know, wherever I am, I just want you to know, normally I'm at my house, I'm at the Semdem office, Tracy and I are all over the place. This time I am down in Ponds Inlet um, with a bunch of friends for the weekend. And so we have just uh, carved out a little bit of space for us to be together for Chat with the Chairs. And I'm very glad that you all are with us. If you have something to add to the discussion, I will tell you the big headline today, the biggest of headlines. You know what it is? We got enough petitions for the abortion question. Every single county, every, you know, every place that was supposed to meet a quota, we needed 14 congressional districts in our state. And guess what happened today? Yes, this is breaking news, fresh off the wire. We made the abortion quota today. So how cool is that? All your hard work, every farmer's market, every time you got a petition signed, whether you signed it personally, wherever you are a registered voter in the state, whether you got to, you know, someplace you went to a parade or you went to a Christmas tree lighting or you went to a farmer's market and you stood there at a tent or a table and you got petition signed, congratulations, as we say, mazel tov, because we did it. We got the petition quota done. They originally gave a quota of 891,000 petitions and everybody sort of scratched their head and said, how are we going to get 890,000 petitions? And then somebody much smarter than I am said, you better get more because they throw a whole bunch of them out in the toilet because they, they don't sign it right or they put the wrong date on it or they, some, there's some kind of problem. They throw out a ton of them. So we better get a, over a million. How about one point? 2 million. That's the goal was 1.2 million. Remember, we needed under 900,000, but we needed so many extras. 30% more just in case of the discard rate. Well, guess what that number ended up being? 
almost 1.5 million petitions signed. It is the most exciting. This is one of the many exciting things I'm going to tell you today on Chat with the Chairs. But that is breaking news. That happened today. The numbers are in. The numbers are official. The best part of it is if we had 1.5 million, but we didn't have 14 congressional districts represented and their quotas were fulfilled, we still wouldn't have made it. But we have all 14 congressional districts. The Seminole District is District 7, where it's Seminole, all of Seminole County and a big hunk of Volusia County. And together, our friends in Volusia, plus our hard workers in Seminole County, we got our quota. We made it a couple of weeks ago. So we have been in the clear. We snuck in under the finish line way before today's deadline. And it is beyond exciting. So that's the biggest news of the day. So I just wanted to share you uh, share that with you. Now, we uh, let's look back at last week. We had quite the week uh, last week. Last week was, of course, New Year. So we want to say Happy New Year to all of you. Um, and we, we closed out 2023 last week on Chat with the Chairs. Um, and we... We talked about all of our highlights from 2023. Now we are morphing into, it's the new year. It, we turned the page to 2024. And while you had a little bit of downtime during the holiday season, guess what? Happy Friday, Fred. Thanks for being here. I'm very happy you're there. Thank you. He is one of the best precinct captains out in the Oviedo area ever. So I'm very happy that you're here, Fred. Thank you for that. If you want to join in and participate, go to the comment bar and just type in Happy Friday like Fred did or tell us how excited you are. We made the abortion quota. We made the abortion petition number. And yes, that is going to be on the ballot. Although I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but there is one more hurdle to achieve on February 7th where the Florida Supreme Court has one last try to screw this up. Uh, even though millions of Florida voters, Democrats, Republicans, independents, no party people at all, all said they want to vote on this and have this election in November. Guess what? The Florida attorney general is trying to put her thumb on the scale. And now the Florida Supreme Court may have one last chance to screw this up. Um, but what do I mean by that? I mean, now on February 7th, they're going to talk about this at the state Supreme Court level. And they have a chance now to say, oh, you know, the language is um, not that great. You know, oh, that's right. Thank you, Howard. Frank, uh, I'm sorry. Did I say Fred was in? I was thinking of Frank Noblock in Oviedo. Fred is in Altamont. I knew that. Thank you, Howard, for sharing. that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Sorry, Fred. I knew that. Um, I don't know. Had a bit of a brain fart there. But anyway, back to this abortion thing. Uh, the Supreme Court will look at the language on February 7th, and they do have a chance to say, you know, you're not allowed to phrase it that way. Or, you know, you're talking about two different issues here. Or, you know, it's not really written according to, I don't know, somebody. And they could they could then tweak it, morph it, or completely throw it in the trash. So we're crossing our fingers for February 7th, but we made the big hurdle was the one point well, in our case, 1.2 million, but we ended up with 1.5 million petitions. We way surpassed, we oversubscribed our goal and I am beyond excited. And I wanna thank you for all of the work that you did on that. And let's just cross our fingers. Now that we made this huge hurdle, that on February 7th, that the Supreme Court lets the voters of Florida decide. The women, the men, the people who love women, the people who are childbearing or not, or who are grandparents, it doesn't matter. If you are a registered voter and you are you know, concerned about a woman's right to make her own reproductive choices and keep the government out of your uterus, 
then you need to vote for this petition. It will, right now, there is a very good chance that it is going to be a six-week abortion ban, which in Florida, we are one of the strictest in the country, which means before a woman even knows she's pregnant, that it will be, you know, you will not have a chance to get services. Um, if you have a miscarriage that goes sideways, if you have a pregnancy that goes cabbywampus, guess what? You're not able to get services in Florida. And most of the South, you'd have to go thousands of miles to another state to get proper medical treatment. Abortion is health care for women across this nation. And it was, of course, you know, with Roe v. Wade in place for almost 50 years, we never really had to think about it. I had the right to use that provision if I needed to do so. My children do not have the same right who are in their 30s. What is that about? Somebody explain that to me, Lucy, because I don't understand how that goes. Uh, our children have less rights than we have. Uh, not good. So in any event, that's the abortion story. The great news is we made the cutoff. The second great news is we did it in the right zones, in the right congressional districts. How about how great that is, right? And then uh, now we just have to cross our fingers for the final hurdle, which is the Florida Supreme Court. And if they have a chance to, you know, put their thumb on the scale of justice, if you will, to, to get that going. So that's what's, uh, that's what's going on today. I know I don't usually do current events right off the bat, but I'm so excited I can hardly stand it. I had to let you know how very exciting it is that we made the quota and we made it today. So that's that's great news. Now, also last week, I spent a couple of days um, doing phone banking, which, you know, it's one of those chores that you do that nobody loves it. But everybody sat in a big room down in College Park at a union hall at the corner of Princeton and uh, Edgewater. And there's a, there's a big union hall there. The Communication Workers of America has a local union hall there. And we sat there on our cell phones and we called people in House District 35. Now, it's not even in Seminole County. But I was so proud because I walked in one or two days last week and five of the 10 people making phone calls were from Seminole County. Yes, they were. Oh, indeed. Tracy Kagan was there. Her daughter was there. I was there. Two of my neighbors on my in my subdivision were there. It was beyond exciting, right? So thank you. Seminole County is helping Orange and Osceola. And now I'm hoping, I mean, I'm not doing it as a quid pro quo, but boy, oh boy, when we need help, I'm hoping Orange County comes through for us, right? But I did it to get a guy named Tom Keene elected in a special election that's coming up in 10 days on January 16th. Um, the person who was serving in that district, which is East Orange County and Osceola both, it borders both counties, that guy got appointed to something else, left the seat open, and there is a crazy Republican lady running against a very smart, very moderate, very common sense Democrat, Tom Keene. So if you are watching this and you live in Orange or Osceola County in District 35, please send in your vote by mail ballot and do it ASAP or go to early voting, which begins on Saturday. Uh, whether you go to the Alifaya Library, whether you go to the Lake Nona campus of Valencia Community College, wherever you go to vote, you know, to vote early, please, oh, please, starting this weekend on Saturday from 10 until 6 um, in Orange County, let's go. Let's vote for Tom Keene and get this guy elected. We must send him to Tallahassee, just like we have four seats in Seminole, that we have to we have to change what's coming out of Tallahassee because what is happening there is completely messed up. 
And so Seminole County doesn't get to make our change until um, November. But Orange County has the chance to start that ball rolling and to flip the supermajority. Right now, Republicans have many more seats in the Florida House. And that means that Democrats don't have much voice or vote when it comes to making decisions in committee or on the full House floor. So if we can make inroads into six would be ideal. So the first one is coming up in Orange and Osceola County for Tom Keene. So please, oh, please, if you live in that zone, please vote for the guy and start this thing rolling. Now, let's let's just morph over to Seminole County. We have four Florida House seats and we can flip all four. They are Democratic advantage, meaning there's more Democrats than Republicans in all of these places. And they are a priority for the state party. Um, And Seminole County is a big priority for the state of Florida, for not just the Florida House races that are coming up, but for so many reasons, because we are working our asses off in little Seminole County. Nobody ever paid us mind, ever paid Seminole County any attention um, for the, until the last couple of years, you know, like until the last four or five years, I am, uh, the squeaky wheel. Let me just put it that way. I am the seminal squeaky wheel and I am always championing and trumpeting the news that Seminole County matters. And so, finally, guess what? They're listening. We're getting checks from them. The chair of the party, Nikki Freed is marching in the Sanford MLK parade. She could have showed any county to any city to any Martin Luther King Day celebration on Monday, the what would it be, the 15th? Guess where she's marching? She's marching in Seminole County in Sanford. Why? Because Seminole County matters. So there you go. So it is just one of the many things that are happening in Seminole County. So, so much good news. I can't even tell you how excited I am that this is going on. Um, so that's what's happening. Last week, I will also, as I, I sort of jump around, I apologize, looking forward, looking back. Last week, I also participated in a budget meeting. We have our budget ready for the second reading at our general meeting. We're going to do that this coming Thursday, as always, at, at Eastmont Civic Center in Altamont Springs. We meet there at, once a month on the second Thursday of every month. And that would be next Thursday, which is the, what, 11th, maybe? Yeah, the 11th. Uh, starts at seven o'clock, but we get there and we schmooze a little early, right? A little chit chat, a little something, have a cup of coffee, have a little snack. And then, you know, then there we go. So we are beyond excited. Um, I am so glad you're there, Christian. Thank you for being there. I'm very happy. Uh, you know, as people are responding to Facebook saying, I'm here, I'm listening, I'm doing, I'm what, I'm so happy that you guys are here with us. If you are new to chat with the chairs, just go to the chat bar to the you know, the, what is it called? The, um, oh, all of a sudden now I'm having a brain fart. Yeah. Go to the chat bar. I think it's called, right. And type in happy Friday. How are you? Happy new year, whatever it is you want to say. So that's, that's what's uh, thank you for guys for being here and for being a part of our weekly podcast called chat with the chairs. Um, and, and last night we had a board meeting where we really solved the problems of the world in Seminole County and elsewhere in central Florida. Um, we have, um, a lot of exciting things that you can sign up for on our website or on mobilize.com slash semdems. There are so many things happening uh, this weekend, next weekend, especially with Martin Luther King. We have been given marching orders from the Florida party, from the, the Democrats, and we are trying to find every inactive voter that we can find. Thousands of people are on the inactive. It's a dreaded list. 
You do not want to be on the inactive list. What's the inactive list? It's people who don't vote. They only vote once in a while. They vote in the presidential. They don't vote in the midterms. They don't vote in their city council elections. They don't vote. And when the supervisor of elections sends them correspondence, they don't fill it out. They don't send it in. They don't ever touch base with the process. And they're not in the pipeline. There's a very good chance if you didn't vote last time, you're on this inactive list and we're going to find you and get you back in, you know, under the SEMDEMS umbrella. We have thousands of people we are reaching out to and making sure that they know that they're at risk of being dropped and not having their right to vote in November. It's a big presidential year, right? We flip that calendar to January. Boom, we're in a presidential year. It'll be here in a blink. And you don't want to get to that poll polling place and then say, oh, you know, you forgot to vote last time or you chose not to vote last time or you whatever. You didn't answer our, our postcard. And guess what? You're not going to be able to vote. So I want you now to go online to voteseminal.gov and to make sure that your voter registration is active. Make sure that you're not on that dreaded inactive list. But starting next week, we are mailing postcards. We are following up by knocking on doors. We are then calling people and finally texting people all in January to get people back from inactive or at risk of being inactive back to the active list. So that is a big push for us in January. And guess what? If we move the needle and we get people back to active status, guess what happens? We get more money to register black, Hispanic, and young voters because that's those are the next groupings of voters that we need to target and to say, hello, you didn't vote last time, sugar. You need to vote now. You know, you need to get yourself to registered and we are going to be registering people all over the place. Oh, guess who's here? I think I'm going to put her on live, except she's sideways. Um, but let's see if we, oh, there she goes. Hold on. Let me just, oh, she's in her car. Hold on. Here we go. Look at this. Boom. There you are. Hey, excellent. I'm so happy to see you. So we are talking about our January mm, process of going to, uh, all the inactives or at risk of inactives. Tracy Kagan, vice chair of the SEMDEMS, is here. I'm hoping she has, it looks like, oh, no, now she's gone altogether. Son of a gun. Um, if she gets back, I will certainly add her to our live broadcast. Now, so last night we had our board meeting where we solved the problems of the world. And now let's look ahead. All right. What do I mean by look ahead? Look ahead at what's coming up in the week to come. There's a big call. We have a lot of meetings. We have our big monthly meeting on uh, Thursday night at Altamont Springs. And um, let's see if I can bring your cockeyed again. You're sideways. Turn yourself up. There she goes. There we go. Are we good? Am I Are better? You in? Yeah, way better. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. How long have you been on? I, I've been on yes, since here I am. regular time. I'm regular back at deal, work. So. I know you had to work. So I told everyone, if you could jump on grade, if you didn't jump on grade, I'm so happy that you're here. We're talking about what we did last week. Now we're morphing into what's coming up next week. The big thing, of course, is our general meeting where we are going to hear from candidates. We're going to hear from somebody from the, not the environmental caucus. We're going to hear from somebody who's an elected official on the soil and water board locally in Seminole County, because the state of Florida is trying to completely emasculate and uh, negate the work that they do on the soil and water. They're taking away all of their power 
from the soil and water boards who are local, and they're, they're, they don't care about the environment in Tallahassee. That's another reason to send common sense Democrats to Tallahassee, right? Because Democrats care about the environment. So there's that. No. Um, Right? Add it to the list. Yep. Yeah. Add it to the list. Yes. Um, I want to. We were talking about activating our inactives, and Mindy asks the question: Are inactive independents being targeted too? Yes. Left-leaning independents are being targeted, but first, the first wave is Democrats. Getting them back in the pipeline. Getting them back activated. So that they can be, you know, they can vote in November. Because I guarantee to you that if you don't activate yourself, you're going to show up to that vote in November or August for the primary or March for the primary or whatever. You are not going to be able to vote. And that's just tragic, right? Let's go. So, yes, we're going to talk to no party people and independents and, on, you know, whatever. But not the first round. The first round, it's Democrats and Democrats only. Um. Tracy, talk to me a little bit about one of the most exciting things we have coming up, and that, the gala. Talk to me about the gala. Good, you brought that up. I'm so happy. It's April 27th. It's our big event for our candidates and for the election 2024. It's very exciting. It's at a place called the Wedding Barn in Oviedo. Beautiful restored, or built actually, restored barn with chandeliers. Very fancy. Doesn't sound fancy, but it's very fancy. And we're going to be having a, a, a beautiful um, event with auctions, with a champagne hour where you can see famous people. But to tell everyone, it's limited to 220 people. I mean, a hard limit, not a fear limit, a limit of 220 people. And buy your tickets, you're going to be shut out. We've sold about 41 tickets, and we're near it. So we're headed that way. And, uh, it's going to be wonderful, delicious company. There are also another 32 tickets. Um, so we're all we're hovering because uh, last night, one two that was two tables that's 16 and the pwa has committed to another two that's another 16 so there's another 32 on top of the 41 so now we're talking 70 some tickets and again we only have 200 tracy is absolutely 220 we own that's a hard oh my god way there yeah we're halfway there we're halfway there we got our tickets i'm not even joking Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, we're halfway to halfway for sure. You know, halfway is 110. So we'll be at 71. We'll almost be, we're making our way. And we haven't even done a hard push for the gala. If you don't want to get shut out, we want people to go to our um, Mobilize and click on the gala. It's the gala ticket is one price. If you want to come to the VIP reception, that's a second price. But if you don't want to get closed out, don't tell me how boohoo it to me in March when every single ticket is gone. I can't help you. I mean, I can't make more room in the in the room. So I just want to you know let everybody know that we are serious as a heart attack. If you can't get in there and get your ticket while there are still tickets, then like, we, you're not gonna... yeah, no. There's all of the two hundred and twenty chicken dinners. <laughs> That's right. You'll be eating nuggets at McDonald's if you don't buy your ticket. Oh, I don't know if you heard. We started off the um, chat by telling everyone, get this. We told everyone that today 
earlier Honor. today, we made the petition number. Yeah. So, I mean, hot dog. Yes, I, is... I heard it's all over. It's all over Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So exciting. I can't stop smiling. I mean, I'm over the moon. You know, You're frozen. Over the moon. You're frozen. Right, so, yeah. Um, so that was, you know, we talked I about that. Too. Talk about current, we have current event things that are also happening. Um, and the, the big thing, of course, is the Florida Supreme Court will decide ultimately on February 7th whether this thing has the proper language or whether they're going to put their thumb on the scale of the abortion petition. There is only one more hurdle to get over, and that rests with the Florida Supreme Court. Yeah, that scares I, me just I'm a really, really, I'm I'm really afraid of that. I'm really afraid of that. The Supreme Court has been packed by this. And it would be so disheartening and a crushing blow to send it back to change the verbiage. I'm wondering if they do change or whether we have to have everybody re-sign all those petitions. No. Or maybe the petition end as is. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But I will also tell you that, you know, coming up, we have something called, uh, well, a couple of things that I would like people to be aware of. Um, Martin Luther King, we have two parades and festivals in Seminole County that are so important for you to go to. One of them is in Sanford. It starts at Crooms Academy and marches all the way to the, you know, the, the downtown-ish area. And then we also have one in Oviedo. And both of them have festivals. Oh, I have the, yeah. And so... I really want people to sign up for that. That's great. And I'm, you know, I'm excited about that. We didn't make, by the way, I'm very sad. We didn't make our goal for Sem Gems for 2023, but we more than doubled, almost tripled our oh. number. So, you know, I am happy, but I really want people to see that thing that's over Tracy's head that says Sem Gems. Sem Gems is our way of saying recurring donor program. It's give every month. So if you can do it, it's now 2024. Can you, it's an election year. It's a presidential year. We are crazy in need of you helping us every month with $20, $30, whatever you can do um, for the month. And it is super important that you help us because that money goes to postage. That money goes to mailings. That money goes to all of the support we do for our candidates. And it's, you know, it is, it's really important that, uh, that everybody gets on. We also... Last week had the great news. Yeah, uh, we had great news in that we have a whole bunch of candidates who are going to declare for office this week or next week. So again, we are going to have four strong Florida House seats all filled, all awesome, and we are going to throw out those Republicans who are doing things to sabotage the Florida voters and the Seminole County residents. So we have already. Go ahead, Trace. Go ahead. Okay, no, I just to say, I, I understand that, and I'm excited about it. What about Cork and Olive? Did you talk about Cork and Olive event? No. Coming up? Go ahead. Okay, so that's, that's January 24th. Yes. January 4th, we're having an event at Cork and Olive Mary. We've had it there before. It's a wonderful event. I believe tickets are $35. You get a couple of things to eat and a glass of it's a wonderful way to brush against Democrats and get together. We'll be the course, but you need to sign up on mobile for it. And that'll be our next event at 24th. After the yeah. general meeting, then we go to the Oh, 
I just got news in the chat. It's 12. That, it's a, yeah. Um, yeah, I want I want to sell out that room. We have plenty of seats left at Cork and Olive, so I would love to sell out that room. It's a very small ticket price. It's $35, I believe, and it is, you know, again, last year we had 50. This year he's going to, like, let us use the whole place so we could have more than 50, but I would certainly like to have the same amount. Um, yeah, so he gives us food. The food is great. He also gives everybody one cocktail, which is great, included in your ticket price. If you want more cocktails, you know, it's on you, but... You know, we are making sure that everybody is together as we start off the year. We're go it's going to be really fun. So um, I'm, I'm excited about all of that. I just got an email. I'm, I'm sorry, not an email, a chat. A chat. I just got a chat from Andrew Lisa, who's in charge of all of these uh, very novel ideas, you know, that he, you know, the clubs and the, the regional areas, and he's come up with all of this brilliant stuff. Uh, they had tomorrow a parent group. Uh, that was meeting in the park, and they had a speaker. Natalie Tukert was the speaker um, because she's the mother of two young children, and it's talking about how you can be active politically when you are a young family, when you are a young mother, and so it's talking to other. But the oh, weather is going smart. to be so bad. There is inclement weather moving in on Saturday, so they are postponing tomorrow's parent group meeting due to the upcoming inclement weather. So I just wanted those of you who were planning on going, thank you, Andrew, for the heads up. Um, they are postponing the parent meeting, but for all of those young families, um, I would really like, you know, for you to keep your eyes open when we have the next one, because that's perfect. Other people in your age group with the same struggles, working and parenting and, you know, getting involved in your community can all happen and Natalie would be the poster child for that. So anyway, other other families will, were coming, and we just want to make sure they know that we're canceling tomorrow's event because of um, inclement weather. So that's, you're right. Cork and Olive, for sure, that's on the 24th of this month. We want people to re-register for Sem Gems. We are going knock on that, on that campaign to re-register inactives. We're mailing postcards. We're knocking on doors. We're doing post um, phone calls, and we're texting. What part of it can you do? So the postcards we've taken care of. Can you knock on doors here and there? Um, can you make some phone calls to people and say, hey, you can't vote. Hey, dude, you can't vote. You got to get in there. You can't vote. So that's something you can do from your home, right? We'll give you the numbers of the people who are at risk of being thrown off the roll. And you can, you know, you can reach out to your neighborhood and say, hey, I see that you didn't vote last time. There's a very good chance you're not going to be able to vote unless you get off the dreaded inactive list. So. So that's where that is. Um, you want to talk about food? You'll be very happy with this. Um, uh, it is 3.30. That's why I say, yeah. you know, let's, uh, yeah, let's talk about this. Today, and I have a prop, thanks to the host where I'm sitting, thanks to my dear friend Vicky. Today is National Whipped Cream Day. I know. How, how jealous are you, right? I know. So, wait. Oh. Love I, I, believe it or not, listen, I believe I um, bought ice cream and hot for make your own Sundays on Christmas, and I have whipped cream, cream at home. So, fat yeah. girl, I'm ready. <laughs> Here's ready, ready whipped. You're ready. It's ready whipped. Um, what I will, let me ask you a question. Is Cool Whip whipped cream? No, Cool Whip is the uh, it's the Weight Watcher version of Red. Yeah, 
So anyway, today on January 5th, it is whipped cream day. So celebrate with, you know, your favorite uh, whipped topping right here. Um, also, tomorrow, the 6th of January, 6th of January gives me a little bit of PTSD. But the 6th of January is a, is a twofer. It's shortbread day. You know, like those great Girl Scout cookies, shortbread cookies, yum. Shortbread. Love shortbread. Oh, love. Love. Okay. It's also be. Okay, love. Love. It's also, that's tomorrow. Maybe you could put whipped cream on the shortbread cookie. I don't know. Uh, it's also National Bean Day. Between two. In between two. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So tomorrow is National Bean Day, which is weird. Uh, on Sunday, the 7th of January, it's it's a good time, really. It's National Tempura Day. You know, like it's fried, but it's still a good time. Uh, it's, you know, a Chinese uh, treatment of anything from broccoli to chicken to anything. You know, it's great. Anything tempura is delish for me. Um, I don't know about it, everyone else, but Sunday is Tempura Day. And finally, Monday... I wasn't really sure what this is, but I think I got the I got the four one one on Monday. It's English Toffee Day. What is that? Do you know what that is? I think it's the stuff it's inside of a Heath bar. That crunchy stuff inside candy. of a Heath bar. Yeah, it's a cake. Uh -huh. It is. So anyway, Monday is English Toffee. Today yeah. is whipped cream. I have a prop. Um, and it, tomorrow is shortbread and bean day. And then finally, Sunday is tempura day. So anyway, so that's the, the wonderful food for this weekend. Enjoy what you can. Um, I know it's going to be yucky weather tomorrow, but, you know, celebrate how you, however you want to. And we will be back with you next Friday um, as we get ready for Martin Luther King weekend. We also get ready for the Canvas Crush, where we are knocking on doors on Saturday, all across Seminole County, getting people re-registered to vote. That's not tomorrow, Saturday. That's a week from tomorrow. So make your game plan for doing all of that. Check your voter registration. Make sure that you are properly registered to vote. Um, and that is Saturday next at, not tomorrow, but a week from. And then the following Monday, of course, Martin Luther King Day, the MLK Parade in Sanford and in Oviedo, whichever one is closest to you. I don't know if you heard, but Nikki Fried is marching with us in Sanford. Did you hear that she's coming to us? Oh, nice. She's, she's coming to us. Why? Because Seminole County yes. matters. That's why. Yeah. So there she is, Nikki Free coming to Orlando. Not just come, no. I take it back. She's not coming to Orlando. Nikki Free is coming to Seminole County. Coming to beautiful Sanford. Coming to Seminole. That's right. Coming to Seminole. And you know okay. that's why because Seminole County matters, right? So anyway, that's my story for today. We have gone over our allotted time, so I'm going to sign off. Thank you for jumping on. I know you are super busy saving the world um, and saving, uh, you know, people yeah, one case at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, we will talk. Uh, you and I will chat. And uh, I have a check for you. I don't know how to get it to you for the catering, but it's in my purse. So we have to figure out how to get that check for you and... When you I, come, I when you come, yeah. When you're back in town, after your, when you're back in town after your bamboo dot weekend, yes. I will. All right, perfect. All right, thanks everybody for being here. Thanks for joining Chat with the Chairs. We'll have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week at three o'clock on Friday. Bye, bye, everybody. <laughs>